But the reason to get the home inspection is because it is really unique that way. We've got lots of things that happen to our buildings that don't happen in other cities and they're very costly things. So if you're not experienced with foundations and structures and all the different things, it can be a pretty big bill to rectify. Welcome to Real Sask, a podcast about the real estate in Saskatchewan with your host, Atif. Welcome to Real Sask, a podcast where I get together with professionals and discuss the real estate trends in Saskatchewan. I'm your host, Atif, and today we have our guest speaker, Scott McKay from Admiral Home Inspection. Thank you for joining us today, Scott. Thanks for having me, Atif. Okay, so let's get to it. So let's talk about who's Scott. Well... Scott is, I'm owner uh, operator of Admiral Home Inspections. I've been in business in Regina surrounding area for, I guess this would be year 12 this year. So uh, got into the business, uh, you know, I was, I'm a carpenter. Uh, I, was a, I was a general contractor doing you know, various projects around Regina and uh, decided to make the switch about 12 years ago to doing inspections and helping people with, with the biggest purchase of their life, basically. Good for you. I, I seriously thought it was more than 12 years. That you've been doing it just because the way you are like i still remember i'm not going to say the builder name but the house i bought a couple of years ago and you came in and you actually looked at the house and you did the inspection as a mortgage broker that was five years ago i didn't even know that as for a new home you need a home inspection right because right. But a lot of people don't know that now i actually tell everyone you should get it and i remember you saved me seventeen thousand dollars that time and that was the first time we actually like met together because we didn't meet and i was like man this guy knows everything so it was insane because you found things and it was a new build looked amazing nothing was there actually happened to one of my clients when they had some stuff happened after four years they had a new build and i was like man i don't want this to be happening and as we know a lot of new build they get like one year warranty and you actually saved me seventeen thousand dollars on that so thank you so much um pleasure yeah so it's been 12 years good for you so let's talk about why did you choose to go this path not like construction well after doing construction for a long time I mean, I had opportunity to do, you know, all types of things I like the inspection part of it. Cause I like to help people with that purchase. I like dealing with clients. Okay. Cause every day at this point, I deal with three families a day, you know, pretty much wow. as well as commercial buyers, people making investments in the community and that sort of thing. So I, I like working with people. I do something from a $150,000 house in the morning to a $2 million house in the afternoon. Or, you know, yesterday I did a 12 unit apartment building. So every day is different. So you get to kind of meet new people. You get to see different things and it just, it's interesting. I enjoy it. That's amazing though. So you do basically three houses a day then, like three inspection a day? Yeah, I do. Yeah. That's amazing. And I know a lot of times when I try to like send my clients and you always find time for them to get it booked the same week. And I'm like, I don't know how he does it. So <laughs> good for you. But how do you balance your personal life and work? Well, it's a tough one. When you're doing three properties a day, you know, it's a long day. But when you build relationships with people in the real estate community and other referrals, I'll do a house and then, you know, the brother will call and say, you know what, my brother really liked the inspection. I'd really prefer you to do it. So I try to kind of stretch it and make time for those people, you know, to, to, to get everybody in. The balance in the beginning wasn't easy. You know, you work every holiday, you work every weekend, you do all those things while trying to raise families. So the balance wasn't always there. You know, my balance now is that I've got two more full-time inspectors. Oh, wow. So Good for you. Myself and Dylan and Noah, both uh, carpenters as well, really skilled tradespeople, very good with the clients. And that was what we had to do to kind of create that balance and to be able to get people in to meet their condition removal dates in a busy real estate market. You know, if you write an offer and you've only got 
seven days to remove conditions based on home inspection, there's only so much time in the day. So by creating a really good team, then we can basically meet everybody's needs and get everything done. And that's what we're doing. Good for you. I'm actually surprised that you brought people in under your name because I know how picky you are. <laughs> That's right. I know exactly how picky you are because we have a couple of things going on and you're always on like finding things that we wouldn't even like find and you're just so picky that things needs to get done this way. So good for you. Like, you know, um, it wasn't I, easy. It's yeah, not easy I, to hire for a position like that. Um, that's you know, what I was it takes saying, a certain yeah, person. And it, the, the way your brand is, the way your name is, every realtors that I've talked to that actually work with you too, and they have so much respect for you. So now you're actually giving that respect to someone else and hoping that they do the good job. So I'm mm-hmm. sure they are doing a good job because trust me, I know they wouldn't be <laughs> <laughs> under your umbrella. It's a good for you. So let me ask you something as a buyer, right? Um, I walk into a home, right? Why do I need to get a home inspection if I have a realtor? There's a lot of clients of mine asking the same thing, but why do I need to get a home inspection? Well, I mean, for lots of different reasons. When you go look at a house with a realtor, realtors, most of them don't have a construction background. You know, they're looking at to check all the boxes of what that client's looking for. Does it have three bedrooms? Does it have two bathrooms? You know, is there a garage? And those are the things that their client's looking for, but they're not educated usually on the bones of the house and all the things that come along with that. There's lots of really pretty houses, but they have significant issues with them. So, you know, anything a client might be looking for, it's difficult. I mean, the obvious things. Regina is a very unique city, you know, for inspections, as we know, with our soil conditions and and the settlement we have in buildings and foundation issues and moisture problems. So when we talk to inspectors from other provinces, they're shocked, you know, about the things that happen in and around Regina. So there can be some obvious things as far as movement in a building or lots of cracking throughout a house. And and sometimes those can be simple remedies and, and sometimes they're very expensive things. So I don't know if there's much that the homeowner could be looking for personally when they go in and looking. But the reason to get the home inspection is because it is really unique that way. We've got lots of things that happen to our buildings that don't happen in other cities and they're very costly things. So if you're not experienced with foundations and structures and all the different things, it can be a pretty big bill to rectify. Yeah, exactly. I actually have a story that I want to talk about is one of the stories that I always tell my clients is I had a client when I was working for one of the bankers, a mortgage specialist. I told the client he was buying his first house, his life saving. I told him, I said, like, you know, this is what I would do if I was because we do mortgage approval, but I can tell you what I should be doing if I was buying a house. So my advice was for him is like, you know, if you're going with a realtor, make sure you have a home inspector beside you too, with you teaching you all those things. And Apparently, his uncle and his friends knew about construction, so he didn't get one, right? A month after, the client calls me, and he was seriously like, I was so sad for him, but he called me and he's like, Atif, there was a wallpaper in the basement. When they bought the house, they didn't remove the wallpaper. They didn't know what was it. When they removed the wallpaper now, there's a big crack going across the wall, the full wall. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my God. He's like, yeah, he's like, like, so he wants to go after the seller. He's saying, right. like, how do I go after a seller? I'm like, I seriously don't know about this. It never happened. But you know what? This is where the story comes. It's like, you know, you want to have people like you or like a good realtor for negotiation, right? For me, it's like realtors know the location. They know the negotiation side. They know, like, you know, what's selling, what's not selling. But behind the wall is people like Scott. That's what you need to That's have. That's right. right. And it's, you're exactly right. It's if like I do inspections all the time for electricians, for plumbers, for carpenters, you know, even engineers sometimes because they're specific to their specific trade. Yeah. You know, they're not worried about the furnace if you're a plumber because they might be able to change that, but they don't know anything to look for in a structure. So your example of the uncle and the brother going in, 
they maybe have built a lot of things, but yeah. when you're looking at older construction and things like that, and don't have the kind of qualifications to know what to look for. We look for things basically in finished basements as far as things from the interior and exterior and all those things to be able to identify the problems and, you know, usually can. So, yeah, yeah with, with mine too, I remember one of the bedroom, you showed me the thermostat or something that showed the wall wasn't filled or something. And I was like, what is a guy? It's like, if the, I remember you were telling me like, if these like, you know, four or five years and the weather we have in Regina, if you didn't get this fixed, you would have the water comes in. And I was like, I would never be able to see that. Yeah, that would have been thermal imaging. Uh, That's what I mean. It's it's like insane because you would think you bought a brand new house, like you don't have to worry about it. I'm not talking bad about builders either, but like they have trades. They come in and every it's a handmade product. Everyone makes mistakes. Even as a mortgage broker, we make mistakes sometimes because we slip and sometimes things don't happen, right? So my advice to anybody who's listening, if you're buying a new house or used home, but you should have a home inspector. That's what I would do. Let's talk about like, you know, I'm in Regina, especially Scott, if I'm walking into the house, is there any red flags or warning sign that I should know as a home buyer when I'm looking at the house and I should stay away? Again, without kind of a trained eye, I think a lot of those things may not be picked up on. You know, you'll walk into a lot of houses as of recently too, and the houses can feel quite slopey would be one thing. You know, if you love the house, uh, you know, you go through it a couple of times, but you notice the house is not level, you know, and that sort of thing. Um, those can be a pretty big red flag because some of those underpinning projects or trying to lift buildings and level buildings can be very pricey. And in Regina, we tend to get used to some of these things where it becomes a norm, yeah. where where it really isn't. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it can be. Um, so what we do when we do an inspection is we actually laser the building, so we're able to tell the clients how much we're out within half an inch, you know, type thing with of a building. So we can give them a good idea. You know, this building is settled you know, three inches, is, is this normal? And we kind of compare, you know, apples to apples and, and give people, you know, education on what it should look like, what's normal, you know, what to expect. So that's one thing you might notice when you walk in, it's very common for our teleposts to, to have pressure on them. Okay. Yeah. Teleposts are underneath your main beam. So there might be some crowning in the floor, the main floor doors don't close properly, that sort of thing, which often can be just rectified by adjusting the house. Maybe there's a problem with a bunch of unfloated partition walls in the basement. You know, it can be a various, you know, amount of things. So I don't know if there's much, I mean, exterior wise, if there's significant cracking and stucco, you know, potential movement, anything like that. But ultimately, yeah, I don't know what a lot of people notice and what they don't. I think it just matters on the experience level. So I don't know what there would be to kind of force them to turn around and run without the inspection. But those are some things to look for anyway. It would be maybe people like me who just sees new things and be like, yeah, that's what we want. <laughs> it looks good. And you go downstairs in the basement, boom, everything is gone. That's how I am. Not going to lie. But that's, this is just how I look at something. I, I'm just the worst when it comes to building and doing all those things. I'm good with numbers. So I stay, stay here. Sure. And one of the things I tell my clients on those things, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but if you're looking at the house, you want to look at the biggest thing is the big ticket items, right? So windows roof right furnace and you're right the biggest thing is it's like you know if the ground is like you know you can feel it it's not level that's something to look at right but those are the yep. four or five things you want to look if there's any like different <laughs> smell coming from the house like what's going on is you know you find any crack those are the things i always tell my clients that like you know just look for those signs and then at the end you do want to have a home inspector giving yeah. you the answer you bet like if i'm working with a you know younger first-time buyer couple for example and the device is a lot the same you know, the main things in a house, which I often explain, that are the bigger ticket items, the more expenses of a house. So like you said, windows, shingles, furnace, sewer line, you know, of course, structure, 
and any obvious, really messy electrical things. So if you're, say, shopping in a $250,000 price range, well, there's a good chance that you're going to have a couple of those. Yeah. You know, you're not going to find a house that's going to have a new roof, a new furnace, updated windows, you know, the sewers replaced. It's unlikely. So it's whatever people, as they're shopping, if they're looking at 20 houses, you know, if they can check off three of those boxes, you know, and expect to do some of those things later, it's whatever boxes they're comfortable with. So one statement or a home inspection report can be a $25,000 statement. Or it can be a whole page of listed items that we list, which is fairly detailed, but it might not add up to more than $7,000. You know, it might be this needs to be painted to prevent wood from deterioration or this grading needs to be done outside and a bunch of things to make it better and to protect the investment. But it's like you said, it's, it's the big ticket items. And when you get into a building that has two years left in the shingles, an original 40 year old furnace, a sewer line that's defective and a couple walls that need to be braced. Well, you know, you got to make sure you're not pricing yourself out. So. Yeah, that is really, really good. And we're really blessed what we can find with $250,000 in Regina. If yeah. You go to Toronto for $250,000, you probably you can't even get a bathroom no. these days. That's right. Yeah. It's really, that's what like, you know, just expectation for the clients. They have to understand where, they, where they're going to be spending money and stuff. And a lot of times as a mortgage broker, we do have like purchase plus improvement. We can add funds <laughs> into their mortgage too. Right. So I personally, I say about this thing I wanted to ask you, but new home inspection, I know people should be getting it, (laughs) but when do you think they should be calling a home inspector? Like how long after they've lived or should they call right away or should they wait for a bit? I think it is a good idea. We do a lot of the one-year warranty inspections and I think those are important because the house has been through at least three seasons. Okay. Okay. So you've been able to see how it's operated through a really cold winter, through a spring melt you know, through summer and that sort of thing. And that's where you can see where building materials, I'll give an example of vinyl siding, that maybe it was installed too tight in the fall and summer came. So now your siding's all waved, you know, along the side of the house because of the expansion contraction, maybe some movement in the building, that sort of thing is always ideal to do it then. Now, the only advantage of doing it right away is that maybe these items can be caught prior to possession. If there's anything that needs to be done by the builder, they can be done instead of while you're living there. And then the other part of it is just workmanship. When it's new construction, we're quite picky on workmanship as far as the final product. Just basically, you know, the, even the aesthetic things and things like that, a lot of times people are excited and they don't notice and yeah. the grout lines don't look proper in the tile and that sort of thing. Like, well, let's just get moved in. You know, well, maybe it's something that you want to fix then. So I think there's value to both times. But for sure, after that one year, I think is the most valuable because the house has been there for a bit. And then any major issues, by then there's going to be potentially some aesthetic. I've been into some one-year-old houses that almost need to be repainted already. It's a big family with pets and (laughs) all those things. And at that point, it's tough to point out workmanship things that maybe should have been corrected. So So basically 11 months, they should be calling you. Yeah. (laughs) Don't let it go to 12. (laughs) If you go to 13 months, your builder might not answer you, which again, nothing against the builder, but if they give you 12 months, they better know by 12 months what's going on. So yeah. and you're right. I actually used to tell clients three months, but you're like all three like weather changes you can go through and then 11 months, just give you a call there. That's amazing. Yeah. That's really, really good information. So I know you already have two home inspector in your team. Now, are you planning to grow your team more or what's next for Scott? You know what? If the opportunity arose, I think I would. I think right now we're at a level with the three of us kind of fully booked is a comfortable pace. I think if I was to have one more person that might take me off the tools per se a little bit too much, and I want to continue to be an inspector right now, but I like the training part of it. The last, the newest guy we've taken on, Noah trained, he wasn't out on his own without doing at least a hundred houses prior to, yeah. Um, And even being a skilled journey person himself, 
but that's my comfortability level is to make sure that the training is really there, you know, before they're, before they're ready to go. That is amazing. Yeah. If you're comfortable, like, I just wanted to know, like, how many houses did you do last year? If you're comfortable telling. We did over a thousand houses. A thousand houses last year. Did you even sleep? Yeah. Like, how did you? Well, that's. How? How is it even possible? Well, it's at three houses a day, typically. And Dylan was doing two, so five houses a day. And yeah, so that's up quick. (laughs) That is amazing, though, because if you think about three houses, if you're even doing like every day, seven days a week, then you're going 1,080. So good for you. Yeah, I don't know how we got to those numbers, unless I was overlapped a little bit, but it was around there. Yeah. 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 So basically, didn't take any time off. That's what you're telling me. Yeah, exactly. I was busier. (laughs) (laughs) Good for you, though. Thank you for your time today, Scott. How do people find you? You can find me online at my website, www.admiralhomeinspections.com, Instagram, Admiral Home Inspections, Facebook, same thing, or by uh, email, admiralhomeinspections at gmail.com. Oh, amazing. Thanks again for your time today and best of luck in your business. Thanks for the invite. Good talking to you. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Real Sask. Stay tuned and subscribe to Atif's channel to hear more about real estate in Saskatchewan. 